Yeah, so here we are, and this is uh, now we're on episode. What 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 episode now? Can we jump our number? We may have, yeah, yeah, we did. So is this now is we moving that? Yeah. Chad, Chad, what episode is this, Chad? <laughs> One hundred fifty-six. One fifty-six. Okay, cool. yes, excellent. Good, good morning, good. people. Again, welcome back. Hi, same shirt. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Oh, there you go. We haven't Different changed uh, outfits since you last saw us. Uh, we're, we're on a laundry strike, so that's yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we were in the recording studio recently. We haven't really talked about this. Oh, um, that's why we're here. That's true. Edgewater. Edgewater Studios down in uh, Sugarland. Is that um, bad? Ed, yeah. That was Edgebrook. Is the other ah, one? Ah, see, see. Yeah. John Shelton, our engineer there, was talking about they're they're going to be moving. In, Again, I was like, are you going to keep the name Edgebrook? Because that's the name of the street that they're on. It's not Edgewater. a very good Edgewater. Edgewater. Sorry. Yeah. What? See, see what I've done? Yeah. I see that's what you've done. It's with these edgy names. What, and what shirt are you wearing, Chad? This is the Englewood. Okay. The Englewood. The, uh, the, the, edge, the Edgewood. Yeah. I, I, and, I, thought the, I thought it was the Englebrook. No? And her. <laughs> the Englewater? Make sure you have the right name next time you call them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the very, very great, very, very wonderful place in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We played at last year. Yeah, stop touching yourself. That's kind of weird. I kind of like it. Well, I know, but this is not for us. This is for them. Come oh, on. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, so I'll move below frame. Well, you always do. How was the? Uh, how, how was the, the 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 experience at the studio? I thought it was great. Um, That's fun. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, after. We've had we had great great times with with Paul, and the, one of, one of the reasons we went to to Edgewater is that is that right? Did I say it right that time? Uh, Paul Beebe's, uh doesn't really have a recording studio right now. He's he's in the process of setting up his new location. But how, how did you find out about this place, Patrick? No, Eric knows. Um, well, Eric. Mark, our, our our good friend Mark Riddell uh, just recorded from there, and Eric had That's heard right. the record. Okay, You'd heard the, the, the you hold, heard the whole CD, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, it's is it is it available online anywhere yet? Uh, he it should be releasing it soon. Okay, because y'all were soon. talking about it at the session, and I went to see if I could find it. I realized it's not out yet. No, it's not out yet. He's still doing some some fine touches on some art stuff and and um, and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's I think it's all mastered and ready to roll from a sonic standpoint. But I think just the packaging and stuff like that. And I think he's doing a few. LPs, which of course we know are are, are challenging enough to uh, good luck to get, there to get in these day and age. So definitely be a, a CD and a and a digital. I think the digital download is going to be ready any day now. But oh, good. Okay, cool. And it's more of a more of a pet project for him. You know, he wasn't looking to create a solo career or nothing like that. It just he had these songs that he had written, and and they're very interesting. Very very a lot of uh, a lot of stuff will sound um, familiar to a lot of people. Like you'll hear like, you know, he's kind of a more of a nineties kind of kid, but the the better stuff from the nineties, if that makes any sense. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I mean, ooh, luck. kind of kind of a rough decade um, yeah. for music anyway. But um, if you listen to it, you'll, I, I heard a lot of tinges of different cool stuff from the nineties. So like what? Just outside like, you know, like, like a lot of that, some of that, you know, Peter Murphy kind of stuff. And, and oh. uh, his voice kind of sounds like that first Charlie Sexton record, "Beat So Lonely." You know that that when Charlie was like sixteen years old and trying to be like a, 
wasn't quite sure if he was a glam rockabilly guy or a Texas guy or whatever. So kind of that Elvis kind of ho 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 kind of kind of sound. Okay. So you're talking about Peter I Murphy from Bauhaus, right? Yeah. 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 But like the Peter Murphy solo stuff has got that kind mm-hmm. of the sound that that a lot of stuff that Mark sound like. That's what I heard anyway. I'm Interesting. Old. I'm old and I know Peter Murphy. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Mark is Mark is one of the uh, uh, local guys here in Houston. Uh, just every time you look up, when the band needs just a top drawer, no 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 mess and bass player, they call Mark, mm-hmm. and he's just worked with everybody in the town. He's yeah. just one of these guys. It's just and 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 every time you see him, he he looks more at home in the band than the rest of the band. It's just. It's it, it's it's quite it, it's quite a feat to to yeah. see that you know. I remember that was uh, when we when I first met him years ago when he he and Matt uh, Johnson came stopped in to see us play at Fidel one night because uh, they were they were both playing with uh, Mike Stinson, uh, Mick Stimlin down the road somewhere at Antones maybe I don't remember where it was, but uh, yeah so Mark every yeah he's like he's, like you say every time you look up who's the bass player oh it's Mark. <laughs> well it's funny it's funny because I mean I don't want to suck Mark's dick for too much longer but. There was a point Why when, stop? It's Tuesday. when I was still playing with Mike and Mark had just come into the band and there was a conversation with me and Mike and Lance about we probably should fire Mark because he's terrible. And really? then Mark, they, oh yeah, this is, this is back a long time ago, like 2000, 2010, maybe something like that. And, uh, and Mark walked in as we were talking and we all went, oh, hey Mark, you know, kind of a thing. And, um, and he heard what we were talking about and he like turned a corner hmm. right away. And I kind of think it's one of those moments that we all have in our lives when somebody says something to us about like, Hey, you know, get your shit together. And it finally clicks and it becomes a point where whatever, whatever we're doing, doesn't have to be music, could be anything. You start to do that particular thing way better. And I think that was Mark's turning point was us basically saying, you're not cutting it. You got you've got a week to get your shit together, and he went home and he shedded, and he came in the next gig and and tore it up. And I think from that point on, as as Patrick and and both you guys said, like whenever you look up and you see Mark on the stage, you know that at least the bass the bass chair is in good hands. You know, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I was really really happy to see it. We, we've seen our friend Mighty Orc go through a lot of lineup changes, and particularly probably more bass player changes than than drummer. Uh, changes and t- to see him with with Mark now is is great. They, yeah, and again Chris Ardwin. They, they, I know for a fact that Orc is the happiest he's been because <laughs> it's what he says. This is the sure. best it's ever been. But back to, back to the studio, Chuck. Yes, yes. yes. So so, so my, that was my first meeting with John Shelton. That was the first time I've ever met him. And just right off the bat, if, if you're going to have a studio, if you're going to be the front, uh, you know, if you're going to be the face of the studio, and you're going to be the the inner workings of the studio, you should probably learn how to be like John. It mm-hmm. was, it was one of those moments where you just walk in and you can just dump your shit on the ground and just go, let, let, let's go here. Everywhere was comfortable. Everywhere was ready to, ready to go. The room sounded great. The, the, it's just, there, there was no, um, it's just, I mean, it's a joy to, to I, you know, I consider us as being decent in the studio. I would give us maybe a B plus, you know, be nice. Um, uh, B, B is that one, right? B is the one that's it's a straight it's, line with two lines going the other way. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, yeah. What, what a city bump. <laughs> um, 
when you have that that knowledge and just that that yeah do that do that do that i mean just you know it's a joy because you're not you're not worried about you're not worried about tone and um you know we already knew the song but having somebody being able to go in there and just pick out the best and, and again having a, a complete newbie somebody that i mean he's seen us play before he'd seen us a few times and that's that, that's always you know this many years into it it i'm always still like really you were you know i didn't know anybody you know but it, it, it's funny that that he knew us and he knew our, what we do. However, he was completely new as far as he didn't know what, what song we were doing, what we're going for. And, you know, but seconds into it, I could hear him going, okay, you know, we're, we're checking stuff and he's going, yeah, this, this sounds cool. I mean, he's, he's, he, he's, he's the fourth member, you know, at that moment, because we're not, we're, we're, we're not just three people just, just, banging out chords. I mean, we're now, now it's taken shape because he's, he's got a, and, 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 and his ideas were not, Hey, let's do this. He was like, uh, this is what I'm hearing. Do you want to give me? Yeah. We mm-hmm. want to give it a shot. You know, when you're yeah. that, you, you, you know, you're that expedient, but you're also that your ears are that big that you want to, you know, yeah. I want to, I want to hear what you have to say about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was definitely very quickly, leaning in the, in the product, you know, when you, when you're recording a session, one of those guys, you can be engineer or you can be producer. And he was definitely leaning <laughs> very comfortably in the producer direction quite frequently during the session, you know, helping us particularly when we, we got to the point where if we're tracking guitars, it, he had a lot of different ideas for, for, for ways to fatten up the sound. Um, and it's, I, so we're still waiting to hear the mix of this, but I can't wait because it's going to be this, this symphony of, of just awesome guitar tones on, on this song. Uh, that, that's, what Eric, that's what Eric yeah. had said when he had heard yeah. the record. He said that the guitars are really big and we're, uh, you know, essentially when you're working with it, with, with, a three piece is difficult. A three piece is not a, it's not an easy, it's not an easy band to play in and bands like ZZ Top, of course. And, um, you know, I'm just, I, I have a hard time push. I, I, I don't like to say rush because I, I just, I don't know enough about them. I, I've never, mm-hmm. I was never a fan, but again, there's, there's there's nothing there's nothing simple about that and again with Getty Lee doing the, the doing the the moog or whatever it is on the floor mm-hmm. as well as the bass and um, I like the simplicity of it but then again I love you know like a like a you know, of course a six member Iron Maiden band or you know or you know just but he already saw what we're going for and he knew he, he knew us so he knew it was going to be a rock song but he also knew enough not to go hey guys why don't you scrap that and uh let's try uh let's try to pick it up as a you know there was nothing like that and and everything the, the biggest ears and the best minds i think let you do your let let you nail it down and if you're missing something they can ask if you'd like to add it and that's right. what it seemed like he did mm-hmm. 100% yeah yeah Sure. Yes, I, I thought it was great. And the, the funniest part was when we, we finished the end of the day, we roll up by my house and uh, I guess Chad had posted something online or something. And I get a text from Paul. He goes, oh, Edgewater, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you kicked us out, Chad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool. But yet the, the, the drum sounds, I mean, just – you know, not you know, we left there with everything raw and essentially just lying in piles. And he, you know, he knew he knew what he was doing. He knew yeah. immediately what how how to build this thing together, how to put it together. But yeah, very very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I dug that very much. So hope hopefully we'll be able to spend some more time 
with John over the next yeah, couple yeah. months. And yeah, that's why that's why I asked about I asked uh, Isaiah Skill, who's a drummer, obviously here in town, and and he 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 plays at that studio a lot. So I asked Isaiah, so I go, is there a house kit? He said yes. I said okay, cool. I want to use that set of drums because they've probably already got it dialed in, and it took five minutes, six minutes to get the yeah, drums. Maybe. Drum sound, yeah. maybe even if it was that long. Okay, mm-hmm. play that tom. Okay, play that tom. Play the tom back and forth. Okay, play around the kit. Okay, hold on. Okay, one more time. Okay, cool. We yeah. got it. Yeah, because he knows yeah. that drums. He knows those drums. He knows how they sound. Yeah, um, exactly. and they sound great. It was a great uh, PDP kit by, by you know Pacific Drum Company, which is owned by uh, DW. So there's a shameless plug right there. Um, so you can know the drums are going to sound good anyway. And uh, that snare, though, that snare drum was. Kind of ridiculous. So I started as as the guitar parts were being layered and layered, and I had plenty of time to lay on the couch and think about the ch- my life's choices. I was uh, googling aluminum snare drums for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I need another snare drum, but no. that one sounded really good. It did. Yeah, yeah. it did. It's and funny. Then, it, on on our Patreon, we have a, a twenty twenty minute uh, little little documentary of of our of our session that day and you you hear Patrick at least on two occasions remark on the, how good the snare is it, it was it's, it was a yeah. it's rare that a snare is fair no it, it, it's it's Ooh. just rare that that that, that it just sounds like that it sounds like the note it sounds like it's playing in the key of the song that was kind of why I, I, I kind of caught a glimpse of that too like when we first started playing I was like this sounds like it's in tune with the song which is crazy weird because drums yeah for me, I mean, sometimes sometimes studio guys are like, okay, what key is it in? G. Okay, well, I'll tune the toms, you know, G, B, D, F or whatever. You know, they'll make a chord out of the toms. But I'm just like, maybe that matters. I don't know if it really does or not. But that's like like Patrick said, that snare did sound like whatever key we were in, it sounded like it belonged. You know, it, really did, it really did. Yeah. And actually, our, 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 our good friend and the, 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 the frequently mentioned June Narnia, she is a, a stickler for that, and, and and when we were doing Blackmatic, asked me what the bass drum was tuned to. Oh. Not that ear, and that's that's. I mean, it it, it that's got to be a curse. It was it was it was tuned to the key of kick. Yes. <laughs> uh, K or C. <laughs> um, yeah, that the, the the that must be a curse, though. You know, I mean, how, how can you enjoy, uh, you know, a good Kiss record? You know, if you're no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Nobody can enjoy a good Kiss. record. You say, but you're saying there's a good kiss record. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first problem. <laughs> Although I did, listen, I did listen to Destroyer the other day, and it's still not bad. It's weird compared to the rest of their records, but it's not. It's weird in the sense that it's more, for lack of a better term, completely orchestrated. Like there's actually a lot of cohes- cohesion to it. But that's Bob Ezrin's. You know, the producer came in and said, "This is how you make a record," and they're like, "Oh, what's this? A studio?" With plugs and shit, um, so Destroyer still, in my eyes, kind of holds up. But the rest of it's dumb. Yeah, yeah, dumb. It, it's just it's tough to listen to. And you know, I was thinking about that the other day. We're, we're, we're I'm usually, I'm usually, um, or let's not say usually, just say always, saying, "Well, I grew up across the sea, so I didn't get a lot of stuff." That's not true. I mean. I, I figured it out the other day. I, you know, I'm only a thousand years old, and I finally figured. But it, the, the records were there, but it, it just wasn't. It wasn't in our um, in your circle. Yeah, and and, and so, so we never we we and I saw those records. I saw the album covers. I, I think my sister. Uh, I have uh, some older sisters, and one of them had Kiss Alive, 
and I remember looking at the at the at their sleeves, thinking, "What's this?" and putting it on, and going, "Oh, that's awful!" You know, I mean, <laughs> Paul Stanley. I mean, you know, I've heard Stanley Hammers sound better than that. I mean, you know, and and, and, and beating a skull. I mean, it was just. I, I just I couldn't stand his voice. I said, what, "What's he doing in rock? Shouldn't he be in a pantomime somewhere or or selling nail polish?" I mean, it was awful. That fucking screech and that. So, so I so I just couldn't get into that. But the, but the other thing was like there was all the we called them the American bands. We, you know, the hair bands was just everybody had tons of hair. Most of the bands, but those Kiss and Motley Crue and Poison, all that stuff. We just it, it just never. It just never drifted in front of me. We just didn't know about it. And then, of course, when I moved to the States and MTV was playing, you know, all those Poison songs, it's like, is this a joke? Are they trying, yeah. are they trying to make me leave? <laughs> this is terrible. And you moved to Florida, too, which is like, you know. Yeah. They love that stuff down there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that, that, those, those nightclubs. I have to say, I had a ball. I'm lucky to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> but I had an absolute because because the '80s never ended. Uh, you know, down there I got there. <laughs> they still I got, haven't. I don't think some. I know. I know. It, it 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 is. It's. Um. There's actually some clubs here in town too. I I saw some videos from uh, a tribute band, and and uh, they 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 did the, the the twelve people in the audience, and they were they were in 1982. <laughs> I mean, every one of them was crazy. I'm going tomorrow. You should, <laughs> indeed, indeed. But that, that 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 studio is is definitely, definitely, it's another instrument. It it, it really is. It's like having another another, you know, just just whole palette to work with because we yeah. were, you know, we're definitely you know, like I said before, we're not we're not new to the studio and we're and we're definitely proficient, but having that having the luxury of you know just back and forth i mean just you know so so we recorded it live you know and he separates the vocals just so you know just for you know, just for clarity and whatnot mm-hmm. but still uh such a such a it's just such a joy because you really do you get you get to look in at, at, at you know look in at your at your work if you know from a whole different perspective with that you know that you know professionalism thrown in, you know, but it's just really, really exciting. So I, so I, I, I think this is going to be one where the, like, like you said, the big guitars and the, you know, the just, yeah. Yeah. And then and Liam's, the, 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 our last, uh, our last episode with Liam Leach on it, we, you know, Chad used that bass that Liam made. And I remember, Looking at Chad, going, what what is wrong with that? What's wrong with that bass? It sounds great. We just <laughs> it, it just just oh, just started it. Just, just turn yeah. it on. You know, don't don't don't. What? Yeah, That's, you know, so right right there out the bat, nothing on it. You know, just like yeah. oh, I don't yeah, I don't think there was much that John had needed to do to it, but he he took a. I had it going through my my Tech Twenty One fly rig, uh, and then he also got a direct signal straight from the bass at the same time, and I think he just blended those two. And the, the tone was just so great. It just was dead on. Love quite, it. quite, 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 quite. What, what I like too about yeah. that set, uh, that, that studio is that we had control over our, our monitor mixes, which uh, it's, it's a little, you know, that's a time saver for one thing, but it's also just kind of relaxing knowing that in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the session, I, if I need to turn something down or turn something up, I have control over it and I don't have to stop 
wait, wait, wait. You know? Yeah. Those are, those are definitely a, a, a genius idea. I don't know mm-hmm. why more studios, more studios don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Yeah. No, it, it really is. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, to, to, to doing more, uh, more sessions. Um, of course, I'm always ready to, ready to record, but the, the, um, we are going to, we're, we're going to do this, uh, a lot now. Um, we're going to record quite a few singles here, you know, in, in, in order, I think, as far as, uh, there's, there's some new stuff and there's some, um, some new stuff coming and there's some stuff that people have heard before that we're going to, you know, re, you know, just uh, reconfigure, I guess. But I, I think the way to go forward is to, to just to release single, 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 just keep mm-hmm. doing it like that versus the going in and doing the record. Um, I love, I, I still like, uh, we were talking about Mark Riddell. I'm, when the, when the physical CD is, is available, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because that, that's, that's still how I listen to music. I still, I still, I, I have nothing on my phone. I have no, no song, no music on my phone. I've got no, you know, porn takes up a lot of space kids. So, um, but you know, so, so, so I, I, I want to do the, I just want to do the, the, you know, I want to get the CD and I want to get the, uh, the, the, the LP too, when it comes out. But, but again, it's nice having those singles just come out, you know, just kind of give them a break. So you don't have, you know, 15 songs, you know, Oh, that, that's a funny title. I'll go to that one. And then you kind of miss this, the, the, the layout of the record. You know, we just do it as, as we, yeah. as we feel. Well, plus we've got, we've got such a, so many, so many songs that we've been playing for a long time. And it's, it's uh, like this one that we did is black and tans. Um, Come out your black and tans, which is uh it feels like a traditional song. Uh, I don't know if it's actually in the public domain. Dominique Bean wrote that song. And apparently I was reading about it. Apparently it's actually the melodies, uh, a really old melody that goes back to the 1800s or something. But uh, that's, we have a lot of songs like that, that probably won't ever wind up being on an actual studio record, but still should, you know, why not put them out right now? It's so easy to, to, to put stuff out um, just everywhere. So yeah, we're hoping, we're hoping this one will be up by Patty's day. So just really depends on, on uh, John's schedule at this point, I think. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> as much time as we can spend in the studio, the better. And we have no well, shortage and, of things to record. And, and before, it was you would really have to allot yourself, you know, a couple of weeks or more, you know, if you're going to do a whole record. And now it's not a case. I mean, we went down there from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and we were done. We had the yeah. song tracked and ready to go. So essentially, we could, you know, and, and there's. I, I, I think with 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 John's idea to add these different layers of guitar, I, you know, I still think that we could have we we could have knocked out two songs mm-hmm. that day. I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it's not a cutting corners thing. It's just a it, it's a he has a he has a sound for that, and you, you you know, if that guy that's you know he's he, he's putting the picnic together, you better let him you better let him do it because yeah you're gonna eat a whole lot better if you listen to them <laughs> yeah well that maybe next so, time we we can just when we're doing the drums we can just when we got a solid take you know we'll just move on to the next one before yeah. we move on you know yeah that way at least we have it in the can and we can come you know return to it later or not you know yes please yeah <laughs> see yeah <laughs> yeah but it's nice too you know we're, we're on the edge of town you know we're we're, we're uh, uh edgewater's so far out of town that you, you kind of, you, you have a little bit more breathing room out there. It's a little bit, 
you know, so, so, so you're not, you know, you're not stuck looking for parking or, you know, you just mm-hmm. really, you know, you have quite a, you know, quite an area to go play. So yeah, it's nice. Oh, must be said, must be said, we want to push everybody towards our mailing list. Yes. We've, again, it's fallen through the cracks. People have called us and said, Hey, we didn't know you were playing here. And I can't stress it enough. If you're not on the mailing list, I beg you to get on the mailing list. We don't send out, we don't send out an email for every show or, you know, for it's once a week, maybe at the worst. And, mm-hmm. uh, one push you towards that, and then two, the um, there's a lot of shows that we're adding, and um, as as you saw a few episodes ago, we had uh, Heidi Riggs on here. She is going to be uh, she's going to be with us uh, for a while in March, and uh, she's coming in from Phoenix. And I just uh, I just I we've played with her before, and you you will not be you will not be. Uh, let down. She's a monster player. She's a ton of fun to to, to perform with, and she's she's a, she, you, a another one that knows her stuff. She's not, yeah, you know, she's she, she she's no slacker. So yeah, freaking wrote a book about Irish. Yeah, family. wrote a book. There you go. Speaking of that, how was the how was the big easy young ECH? It was it was fun. We 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 got a, a lot of work done, and then um, we started to not feel so great. Towards the end of the week, and we started getting a bunch of notices on our, on our phones that you may have been exposed to COVID. Uh, this message from the state of Louisiana. So we we opted to to head out a little bit and not stay. And I mean, like the club opened up last night, and I think it was sold out. So and we were going to go to that, but we opted to stop and, and come home a little bit early. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, just just due to some exposure stuff. Leslie took an at-home test yesterday. She's fine. We're going to go get tested tomorrow uh, over at the uh, curative location again. So just to make sure everything's safe and cool, you know. And, and I was telling Chad before we got on, like, basically all the work that we had to do, that we were asked to do, was pretty much done anyway. So it would have been just hanging out, which is fun, um, and going to the show, which is fun. But, you know, being in a room with 300 people, not wearing masks, we we opted to be like let's err on the side of safety. So we, yeah, came home. So what's the what what what's the club? The club is called the Blue Nile up on Frenchman Street, um, and it's a friend of ours. Um, uh, the wife uh, Michelle and uh, Leslie were housemates back in the day, back when Leslie used to live in New Orleans, and uh, and so we went over there to give him a helping hand. So nice, yeah. That's and the Blue Nile live music. Yeah, well, yeah, it's live music, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's sort of like, um, like the Continental in Austin. Like every week, it's pretty much the same kind of lineup. Like Wednesday is this guy, Thursday is this. Well, actually, excuse me, they're only, for now, for now, they're only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But so it'll be kind of the same lineup going forward, and then as time progresses and things hopefully calm down, he'll open up more uh kermit ruffins is a pretty pretty big name in 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 that area and kermit usually plays like on tuesdays or something like that so he'll get him back in on tuesday and it's always Good. a sold out always a sold out show when kermit plays so wow it's yeah. a great name a lot of brass bands a lot of funk bands and stuff like that so in new orleans that's weird i know okay. strange <laughs> <laughs> who'd, who'd have thunk it mm-hmm. but, yeah, that's uh, so, it. so so the club that i mentioned to you dba is like two doors down from there. So it's kind of on, so you know how bourbon kind of, bourbon yeah. kind of goes this way. And then Frenchman streets a few blocks 
towards the river and then up a little bit. And it's, it's, it's sort of, uh, I hate to use the term like a mini bourbon, but cause it's not, it's, it's usually that's where you can find better, more authentic music. Yes. Whereas on bourbon, they're playing a lot more cover band kind of stuff. Um, like the stuff we just talked about earlier, but Frenchman, you'll still find more of the traditional New Orleans, either the Dixieland stuff or the, the funk stuff or like the brass band stuff. Okay. Now. So yes, sir. Good, good, good. And now yeah, I miss that town. I, I, I like it. Actually, it was my, 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 my kids that were, that had relit the spark or relit the flame of New Orleans. You know, I, I was, I was kind of burned out in it. You know, I've been, been quite a few times, but I went with them and they kind of, Hey, let's do this. This is this. So a lot more fun. Oh yeah. And, uh, but yeah, great people. You know, the, the, I, I always get in trouble for saying it, but I can't shut my mouth. I think the food is better here in Houston. I, I just, you know, I, well, of course we have more of it, but we have, uh, we, we, you know, our, I mean, and the food is great. Yeah, absolutely great. But I've been to the really good restaurants there and we're, we're, we're better, but it, it's, it, it's still, it's, it, it's a joy to go there. I mean, especially this time of year, you walk around without getting carried away by mosquitoes or sweating, sweating to death. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a, just a, yeah, yeah, it's a great town. Lot, and, lot of, and it's Mardi Gras season too, so you know there's parades starting to happen. I think this yeah. weekend they start to really kick into kick into high gear. Yeah, and they'll run they'll run for about a month or so, and it's always a, uh, you know, Leslie says it best. She says uh, there's something to be said about a te- like for Mardi Gras day. There's something to be said about an entire city that will shut down just so people can party. Yeah, <laughs> and whether you're into yeah. that or not, it's just kind of an interesting way to look at it. Like, okay, the nothing is open. Schools are closed. Yeah. Banks are closed. I think firemen and policemen are the only ones that are working that day, and bar and bar staff and restaurants. Staff. Yeah, you know, it's and, yeah. So and ER. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, gentlemen, man, your stomach pumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're back. Good to be back. Good to be back home. Yeah. Good and uh, as a side note too, does does Leslie does she have a, does she have stuff online? Does she have a website or she does? Um, uh, yeah, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll, we'll just be, email to us because I'd like to I like to put that in the link too. I, yeah. I think she's I think she's doing some really yeah really special stuff. I mean it's 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 not it's not it's not stuff I've seen before. It's uh, it's uh, raising a lot of eyebrows in in in, in a good way. I'd like to show yeah, our gang the. She's yeah. showing at uh, Sawyer Yards for the next two months, and then she's doing the first Saturday Arts Market up on 19th Street. So I'll, good. You, I'll, I'll, I'll text you her. I think it's LD Haven, ldhavenfineart.com. I think that's what it is. Um, it seems yeah. like if, when we, she first started, she was changing it a bunch of times, so I think that's yeah. what she settled on. So but I'll, send, I'll, I'll text Chad a link to it. Yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. I mean, she, and she's doing well. She's, she's doing really well. So yeah, and she's got that's... a new thing now. She's kind of – Every couple of months, she sort of changes changes direction. She's I got nothing I can show you right now, but um, it's it's cool stuff. I really does she I really have like stuff it. in the Blue Nile? Did she put stuff up there? Did you bring? Uh, actually, uh, they said she had get, they had either bought some pieces, and they want to put them up in the box office. When you walk up to the box office window, you'll see them right behind the person that's yeah. uh, selling tickets. So, and I think that's kind of a cool idea to kind of yeah. Kind of, they have a lot of like the club itself is very like there's murals on the ceilings that have been there for a thousand years, and there's a big mural on the on the on the side walls. So, I think the only really place to put the art was somewhere that was safe. First of all, yeah, so, and the box office seemed like the most logical choice. So they're going to hang them up there. I think once they get 
after this weekend they get they can start fine tuning all the stuff in, in the venue and, and then they can put the yard up and stuff like that. Excellent. Yes, Excellent. Sir. Yeah. Um, uh, so a, a, a couple of points of business for, 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 for all you crazy kids out there is one is, uh, uh, well, we've already mentioned the mailing list, but I beg you, if you're not on the mailing list, get on the mailing list. And then the other thing is, is uh, pickle jar. What's pickle jar? Well, the band is signed up for it. And it's it's essentially just uh, um, it, it's brand new. And uh, uh, Vicente um, that he, he did our artwork, our uh, our album, as you've seen a thousand times by now. Um, he uh, he's in, he's involved in this. This is a ground floor uh, project that he's involved in. He's been calling us and saying, "Hey, you know, we got to get you on here," and blah blah blah. And it just seems like a really cool little uh, little. Uh, you know, it, it's going to have it's going to have bands. Obviously, it's going to have venues and whatnot, and um, giveaways and stuff like this. It's a and it's essentially for musicians right now. But I'm thinking down the road. I think that they're going to morph into because. And this is just me yapping. This is just a me, me and my good friend Doug just yapping here. <laughs> but um, it's a it's it's going to. I think it's going to in turn bring people like Leslie in and stuff like this, and you know, art shows and music. And but they they really are they're about the artist. It's essentially a tipping platform. Yeah, and it's uh, but it, it also looks to me like they're going to be doing. They're going to be focusing on the venues and the bands and the, you know, just uh, Vicente was just telling me some of these giveaways that they were doing, and it's just it, it, they, they have some great uh, backers. They have a lot of investors coming coming in and whatnot. So if you're if you're if you're curious, just head over to Pickle Jar, sign up, and you you don't have to be a musician or but I, I'm trying to push my musician friends towards it. Sounds like it's going to be a great deal. The yeah. other thing is the um, coffee. We're, we're still doing coffee and um, we're, we're actually going to uh, Nebraska to Hill of Beans um, in, in February. We're going, we're going up there. We're going to uh, actually taste they, they have, they have some coffee for us that we're going to taste and we're going to, they, they want to add to our line. So Blackridge Brew right now is uh, it's still going right. Tastes 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 wonderful. The, the, so we're going up there and we're going to we're going to meet we're going to meet the crew. We haven't met them yet. And Sienna Fra- Sienna Francis House, who we benefit with this coffee, um, we're going to meet them and we're going to we're going to do a, a benefit with them uh, in a place called Roast Coffee in Omaha. That's going to be on Sunday, February. And uh, forget the date, but the dates will be there, and we're we're pushing our brew on you. Roast coffee is on the seventh. Seventh, Monday, Monday the seventh. All right, is roast coffee. Oh, that's right, Monday the seventh. Excuse me, Sunday is a Dubliner. The Dubliner. Yeah, that is true. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Early you. show, kids. To uh, yes, all dates can be found on blackguards.com or in the email if you sign up. Yes. Do yes. It. There are new tour dates being added every week, and uh, pretty much the only guaranteed way you can stay in the loop is to join the mailing list because, as we said before, we cannot rely on social media anymore because they don't have your best interests at heart, but we do. So True. There you go. That's exactly Rogers. right. Com. Yeah. I would just tell you, I would just tell you that there's a lot of really, really fun stuff coming up. We're, we're just, we're just so excited about getting back, back on the road. And the, 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 the dates, the dates are being staggered and added late and whatnot. We've been shuffling stuff around because still people, still people are, you know, clubs are unsure of the climate and, and how and what to do. 
mm. how to do it and when to do it and why, you know. So, but the weekly or biweekly email list will keep you current. So, yeah, going forward too, I'm going to be using if you put your your zip code in when you sign up, that will allow me to target different areas, you know. So like if I have a notice that's only for Houston or it's only for Dallas, I'm only going to send it to people who have zip codes sure. in Dallas. So that way I know it's been annoying in the past where we'd send, I used to send mailers out every week, <laughs> no matter where we were playing. And it's, that's not always going to be useful for everybody. So I try to keep the the amount of emails, you know, conservative um, just so we're not getting, you're not getting spammed by re, you know, repetitive information or useless information. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like spam. Yeah. But uh, we're, Selfie. we're, can't wait for you to, as soon as we get a clip too, we're, as soon as we get a clip of the song, we'll, we'll post something and let you hear it. But uh, I'm dying for the, I'm dying for this, uh, this to, to come back and see what you think. Yeah. So cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And don't, uh, don't go changing. Don't. Yeah. Oh, you saw your line. <laughs> so we'll get to, uh, that's, a, that, that's the new tune. That's the, that's, new the, that's the blaggers patch. That's our. That's now our our our, our bump, bumper music. Yes, we, we bump out. Play them okay. off. Play them off. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. See you all soon. Gary Coleman. <laughs> Gary Sinise. <laughs> oh no, the Coleman was the part that scared me. Yeah. Uh, Gary <laughs> Coleman, that'd be that would be weird. I don't know. He wouldn't take up much time. Uh well. <laughs> or space. Hey. Hey. <laughs>